The following podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. So, people, I think this is going to be the last podcast for a minute. Really? I didn't hear anything about that. Why? Well, I think that creator lady, you know, the one who thought us all up, that lady, she wants to take a break. Artists. Yeah, whatever. Give the chick a break. Who's that knocking on my door? Who's that running across the floor? Who's that making a ruckus now? Who's that? Look, it's Billy. Billy, sit your ass down. This episode's cast of characters includes Billy, the kids, Jessica, Principal Wilkes, Trish, Carl, and Ed. Here we go. We're opening today's show at school where Billy is talking to his little frenemies. Boy, they start popping smack rather early these days. That's right. And if you mess with me, my mom will give you detention. Oh, yeah? My dad will pull your tooth without Nova. Uh, no, no, I can't say it. But it's that stuff that stops it from hurting. Yikes. That hurts just thinking about it. And you think that's something, because my dad is really scary. He will just kill you. That's what my mom says he did to a patient last year. He used to be a doctor, so he knows how. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry to say, but he just really won that one. Killer is really hard to be. So true. Excuse me, children. What little game of Kiana's Mach Macho have you got going over here? You sound just like Mrs. C. I miss her. And so do I. Now, apologize to one another. I'm sorry, but my dad really did kill somebody. Your father is innocent until proven guilty. Now, I don't want to hear any more about it. Now, go play. That poor child, you know his father is going down for it, as they say. Like a ton of bricks. Jessica made her way through another day of runny noses, coughing, fights, crying, and flat-out tantrums. Surprisingly, she managed to get some teaching done despite it all, and found new respect for her educator friends who should be canonized long before anyone the Pope has in mind. What a shitty gig. As if by magic, the children were back in the playground, yelling and screaming at the end of the day, where it all began. Mom, one of the kids fell off the swings. Tell him to walk it off. How do you do that? Oh, I'm sorry, honey. I'm coming. Jessica's mind had been off all day, picturing Ed and Lydia running off together and her having to move back to her parents' house, where her son would become a pot-smoking dropout who gets his 13-year-old girlfriend pregnant. And, okay, maybe she was letting her imagination get the best of her. But a father's abandonment is a lot to process. Yes, she definitely needed to calm down. Jessica! How the hell did Trish get here? Jessica! Oh, hi, Trish. What are you doing here? 
the boys have a play date, remember? And since I was driving by, I thought I'd just pick Billy up and save you the trip. Huh? Oh, yeah. Listen, hon, you need to go home and get some rest. We'll catch up when you pick up Billy tomorrow. Thanks. I don't feel so well. You don't look so good either. Come on, boys. Well, financial independence is looking kind of peaked these days. Over at the construction site, Ed is feeling a bit off, too. Jessica's removed, and he can't figure out why. He thought her taking the teaching job would help, but it didn't, or that going to her mom's house would do the trick. But that didn't work either. Ed, hey, Ed. Huh? Oh, you know what? I think I'll head on out. Yeah, I don't think that'll matter much. Doesn't seem like you ever arrived today anyway. Hey, guys, quitting early today. Everybody, let's get out of here. See you tomorrow, partner. The Prattners are planning a Netflix and chill night with a little takeout for their big night in without Billy, just the two of them. Alone, sans, we, we get, get it. it. Anyway, this time of year, night falls quickly and people scurry home to their families after work in the quiet little bedroom communities. By this hour, the construction site is always dark and somewhat deserted. Most of the building is being renovated now, and the few floors that are occupied are only spottily so. There are some cars left here and there in a dimly lit parking lot. Even the elevator in the building seems creepy as it groans and rasps its way up, jerking as it goes. The freight door opens onto the twelfth floor like something out of a slasher film, and a small light is just barely in view from the far side of a partially walled corridor. A voice comes from somewhere in the darkness. Stop! The footsteps slow down. You're hurting me! The footsteps quicken. What appears to be a woman can be seen falling backwards out of the opening in the exterior wall, screaming. Ah! The footsteps stop, and a ferocious panting begins as if someone is scared out of their wits. There's so much in the way it's hard to get over to the edge. Windows fly open, and a small crowd gathers on the ground presumably around the body. In no time, a siren can be heard approaching, and people come up to the twelfth floor to see who is up there. As people make their way across the dark building, with errant two-by-fours strewn about, they can hear a voice whimpering. I didn't. Back on the ground level. Oh, my God! I know that woman! It's Pastor Jacob's wife. Well, it seems like they're left in a pickle. That's what we call a cliffhanger. We'll be back at some point to tidy everything up for you. Smells like a trial to me. Billy, 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 a boom, boom. Billy, 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 a boom, boom. Billy, 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 Billy.